0: Welcome back to the Give It Gas podcast. If you've never met us before, I'm Travis. I'm Dylan. Because we haven't introduced ourselves in a while. We really so. haven't. No, no, but that's okay. I don't really like it anyways. You want to know but... who we are, go like 10 Podcast back. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> anyways, so welcome back where we talk about news, business, what we have going on in our business, all that stuff. So if you are in the world of business or firearms cars stuff like that we're going to touch on the news of that and then just also kind of go through learning lessons on each podcast that we've been going through or somebody else that we know has been going through all that stuff so we are going to jump right in on some news of the week um cuba is having a crisis yeah they are right got some got some sleep in my eye what the heck (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's early in the morning guess i still haven't woken up yeah so that's um that's that's scary um to be under like a communist regime like that. So uh, I want to say like praying for those people, right? But at mm-hmm. the same time, sometimes you wonder like, what can you do? Yeah. You know, like everyone always, uh, and like it's now becoming a running joke of like thoughts and prayers. Right, if there's a shooting or something, and then other people are like, "Well, what could you actually do about it?" Right, right. And the people doing that are like, especially if you're talking about like gun control or whatever, they're like, "Well, just take the guns away, blah blah blah." But like, it's rough. We complain so much, like here in America, but like I don't think people understand. And we've talked about this before, like how good we actually. Is there bad things that happen in this country? Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Are there people that are put down in this country? Hundred percent average wise do i personally think we are really blessed compared to a lot of people in this world 150 freaking percent right so it's just sad i hope they get it figured out i hope the people that want to leave that country can leave that country in some way shape or form um those people just need to catch a break of some sort and then on some cool news richard branson flew into space do do you know it's really okay let's let's re talk about that okay we are having a we'll say crisis right now right we are having a poverty crisis a food crisis a supply chain crisis like we can't figure out how to get products into America and at the same time we have three billionaires racing to the galaxy <laughs> Like, that kind of annoys me, man. If you really think about it. Like, we could be spending all that money back down here. We are spending it down here to go up there. But, like, spending it down here to actually fix our freaking issues. Yeah. Like, let's solve our supply chain issues Mm -hmm. first before we go for a ride in space.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, at least, like, Elon Musk is like, well, we're going to, you know, the goal is to go to Mars because this Earth isn't going to be habitable anymore but like we definitely know mars isn't habitable at all right now so why not spend all that money figuring out how to make earth habitable like i i wasn't even thinking about this like this this deep when we first (laughs) like said we were going to talk about this it literally just hit me
1: as i spit out those words i'm like what the freak are we doing yeah it's been the question of the century i feel like what do you mean well just the fact that the the one percent can do whatever they want with their money and we all sit here just like peas in a pod that don't have crap to yeah we can't do anything yeah and i don't think taxation is the answer to it
0: i think heart checks are the answer to it Mm mm-hmm and I also believe the only thing that can really check someone's heart is God. So, yeah. <laughs> dear Lord, please come. <laughs> but, like, man, it's, like, now that I'm, we're really, like, now that I said that, I'm really thinking about it. That's so jacked up. Yeah. Like, people are di- literally dying in the streets. And I'm not talking about COVID. Like, everyone's hung up on that. But, like, people are dying in the streets of hunger and, like, not clean water and all that. And we're spending money like, let's go fly in space. Yeah. Bro, that's just, okay. Didn't mean to go dark there because I was like, oh, this is exciting news. So Richard Branson made it to space. But now I'm like, <laughs> what the freak does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> Especially we're dealing
1: like, with all kinds of other crap, but you're out there living, living it up. It's not even what only billionaires can do. Yeah, but
0: it's not even like
1: that they're living it up. I could give a crap about that.
0: It's more of like where they're choosing to invest their money. Mm -hmm. It's, they think, well, more so Elon Musk. I mean, Richard Branson literally, is like his whole galaxy thing is literally, we just want to take people for rides in space. Like that's an amusement park, in my personal opinion.
1: Expensive amusement park, (laughs)
0: oh my God. But like for Elon Musk, he really thinks he's like helping people and helping the earth he's like Mm -hmm. supposedly we don't know what he really means but what he tells people is like hey we're going to you know help people by doing this but it's like are you really though because like there's people in cuba that are rioting right now because they don't have enough food yeah right we can't get enough supplies into america because our ports are all jacked up Mm mm-hmm like look at the middle east look at asia like every world like country has tons of issues that like if money got dumped in it could get fixed but instead we're like let's go fly around in space yeah because wouldn't that be cool and spending billions of dollars there but yet there's still potholes on the highway like <laughs> that's what i'm getting at. It just <laughs> Oh, uh, blows my mind. I I mean, I see why. It's, it's money-driven, mm-hmm. right? Because you can get into space, you can now get government contracts to put satellites and stuff into space. So it's like, you don't get money if you fix the road out of the kindness of your heart.
1: Yeah. Right? I will
0: give that to Jeff Bezos' wife, ex-wife who took half of his money um, when they got a divorce. She has a full team, and they're trying to give money, like as much money as away as they can. Like it's their full-time job to find legitimate places to put their money. They're not just like handing it out to random people on the streets and everything. It's like, let's find legitimate charities that are actually doing stuff because we know most of the charities out in this world are an absolute joke, right? Uh, but she has a full team that's working on this every day of the week. But the shocking thing is she literally can't give it away fast enough. Amazon makes so much money that she makes it faster than she can give it away. Wow. But at least she's mm-hmm. trying.
1: Like, I'll give it to her for that. Now I see some of the craziest things by Amazon nowadays. What do you mean? Like just scrolling, uh, like when I made the give it gas, yes TikTok, tock mm-hmm. getting on there and just scrolling and seeing what people are doing. All the Amazon TikToks of like, there was, um, there was one guy is an African American guy and he posted, uh, He's like, if you want to work in modern, modern day slavery, and he was sitting down eating his lunch, if you want to work in modern day slavery, go work at Amazon. And then it popped over to another guy who was like, your Amazon lets you sit down. It's <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Oh my Damn.
0: gosh. Yeah, it's, it's that whole. But the problem is we live in a world where people need money to survive, right? Mm-hmm. So like all those people could choose to quit and there will be people that fill that black hole tomorrow and Amazon knows it because when you have a child and you need to put any type of food on the table, you'll do whatever it takes
1: to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. It just sucks that uh, that's what it has to be. Yeah. And that, that's what people get away with.
0: But instead of Jeff Bezos taking care of his employees more and giving people more money, he's like, F it, let's take all this profit and go to space. Yeah it's just man oh okay moving on what was our third topic we had another one talking about uh firing customers no 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 but besides that what was the other one we talked about it right before we got on oh it was a good one you may have to cut this silent pause out but no i'll leave it in leave it in awkwardness shoot it was a really good one and it was your idea it was my idea it was your you're like what about this uh what was my idea we should have our list we're sorry guys we're trying to get better at this but we still have moments of weakness oh um Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo. There we go. All right, yeah. So go ahead and say what you said to me, and then we'll kind of, you're like, hey, did you hear Wells Fargo is? Pulling in their loans. Kind of. So Wells Fargo announced they're pulling in all their credit lines. This is blowing up in the conspiracy world, right? Yeah. Right, the conspiracy world is like, see, I told you, all the banks are shutting down. There you go. They're they're doing everything (laughs) they can before the bubble pops yeah um i'm gonna preface some stuff and then we're gonna we're gonna go i love myself a good conspiracy um that actually sounds legitimate mm-hmm. okay um that you can actually like look at in some way shape or form i and i think conspiracy is the wrong word jeremy hates the word conspiracy theory it's like a uh jeremy has a different word for it he's like it's con- it's conspiracy truth or something like that but we're not talking about anything crazy like you can actually pinpoint towards conspiracy theorists on this topic have a really good point because everyone can look at the market right now and go like this is overinflated this doesn't make sense you can only kick this can down the road for so long um banks have screwed us plenty of times they could just be screwing themselves again i think a lot of people like to think that like There are evil people doing evil things. Like everyone at the top is evil. Um, I think there are some evil people that do evil things. We live in an evil world. At the same time, I think you like a lot of people give these people t- too much credit. I think some people are just dumb, and greed drives everything. And you'll do as much greedy stuff as you can, not realizing the actual like back end turmoil turmoil that you're going to cause right it's just greed in the moment not really worrying about stuff down the road i so like everyone always does conspiracy theories of like oh it's just the evil people trying to blah 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 i think people are just dumb and they just greed trumps everything and they don't think about the bigger picture nor do they care about the bigger picture so i don't know if that is more evil or just like Mm self-centered right um so what wells fargo a lot of people are pointing to well wells fargo is pulling all their credit lines because um we're gonna have to put that door down there you keep talking okay we will wait what's the jeopardy thing dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. it helps a little bit um
1: they would choose of all times of all times now to start yeah, no yeah. ink outside that's okay adapt
0: and overcome anyways um so the conspiracy is right now they're just reeling everything into close like just get ready for the bubble purse. Mm-hmm. but I don't think that's really the case uh, Wells Fargo has been reeling in all their stuff they're not reeling in all their credit lines so everyone's like oh credit cards and everything what's everyone gonna do it's really just their personal lines of credit that are extended right now and that's totally different from a credit card so yeah. a credit card everyone knows a credit card Right, It's just, everyone knows what credit cards are nowadays. If you don't swipe a card, it's like a debit card, but you pay interest on it, right? It's not your money, it's bank's money. A personal line of credit is a little bit different. It acts like a credit card, but you don't use it like you would normally use a credit card. So like a credit card, you you would put a a Starbucks coffee on, right? A lot like smart people will use credit cards Here's an off topic thing real quick, but kind of on topic. Smart people use credit cards the right way. Dumb people use credit cards the wrong way, Mm -hmm. right? The right way to use a credit card is for what you need, not what you want. Yeah. And then pay it off every single month. Capitalize everyone. They like to sell you on the points. And I was explaining this to Megan um, Monday. They like to sell you on the points, right? Or like the cash back or whatever. Um, But your average user of a credit card will never, they'll sign up because of that, but they'll never take advantage of it because it's the they're using it the wrong ways. right? So a dumb person will take a credit card and go put a TV on it because they actually can't afford it out of their bank account. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't afford it but I want it. So I'm going to go buy it and I'll make payments on it. A fiscally smart individual will go put that same TV on their credit card but they have the cash for the TV in the bank account already. And at the end of the week they'll pay off that credit card. And they're utilizing it for the the actual cash back or travel points or whatever. Um, So that is A, how credit cards work, that's B, like a quick synopsis of how you should be using your credit card. If you're not using your credit card that way, stop using your credit card until you can get your finances under control, and then go back to using your credit card for everyday purchases, but pay it off at the end of the month. Anywho, a personal line of credit, you don't utilize that same way. A personal line of credit is bank goes, all right, we're gonna offer you $20,000 and you can pull from that whenever you want to use for whatever you want. Um, but most people utilize it for larger purchases. So like, we have a business line of credit, right? I'll, if I pull from that, it's a couple thousand dollars when I pull from it. It's not, you know, it's a, it's either a capital expenditure or a float for a few days or like to purchase material, like whatever. Um, so, they are pulling in their personal lines of credit. People that had random open lines. I didn't even know Wells Fargo did that if it wasn't attached to like a home equity line of credit, Mm -hmm. which is the HELOC, which is like, they'll give you 50 grand of a line of credit, but it's tied to your house, right? So if you don't pay it back, they can put a lien on your house or take your house or whatever. Um, So all they're doing is saying like, hey, this doesn't fit into our product structure anymore. We're reeling all those back in. I don't think it's as doomsday as people like it to think because they're not pulling the credit cards and all that other stuff, right? Yeah, um, They're still issuing those and all that. So with that said, um, it is, there's still some impending doom out there because we can't do this for forever, right? There's let's, I wish everyone would kind of get real. The upper middle class was fine through all this that could work from home. Um, The lower middle class were stable, still able to work and the lower class just in really crappy conditions, but they were still able to. But at the same time, to me, the money still wasn't flowing the right way. Um, We were still pumping things up. And I think we get a taste of it in the retail space of what we do. Mm -hmm. Um, And like June was a really slow month for us. We talked about that on the last podcast. And I don't know if historically junes are slow but i don't know if that was because it's just a historical thing summer break blah 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 or if it was legitimately like people are tied on cash i'm really interested to see that yeah like i don't know many people personally that were like fired from their jobs Mm -hmm. Um, but i do know there's a few companies around here that just went through layoffs Right? And then like, I don't know if we touched on this on the last podcast, so we'll touch on it again. Like there's going to be business. What are the odds? Seriously. Seriously. What are the odds? That's all right. Seriously. There's going to be businesses like mine where it's a triple down, like a trickle down effect. Right? So my issue in the store right now is I can't get product, right? If I can't get product, I have nothing to sell. If I have nothing to sell, I don't actually turn any revenue. Right, People aren't just gonna give me money just to give me money, right? Yeah. So if I don't turn any revenue, I can't cover overhead. If I can't go overhead, what do I do? <coughs> Excuse me, I start laying people off. Mm-hmm. It's really simple. If I can't afford you, I can't afford you. Uh, now thankfully, we talked about this in like last podcast, we're squeezing up goals to not lay anyone like any of the part-time people off that we have in the store. But um, there's a few companies around here that are battling that, right? where Jeremy works when he doesn't work at the store, like his his full-time job, um, they just went through and laid off like 30% of the workforce because they can't get raw material in to make the product. You can't get raw material to make the product. You're not making the product, so you can't make any money. Yeah. And it trickles down. So, you know, it's. I talked about that with my grandfather. Like one of the brands that we buy from, we both think that they're on the chopping block. It's it's gonna come if they can't get their product in. I think we're good. He's far enough out. We'll see. He's gonna come back this way.
1: Sorry, guys. This is Called <laughs> Of all times. sorry is <laughs> still better than the store. Yeah.
0: Anywho, so it's um all that to say the money that trickles all the way down if somebody does like those people, like, people could be losing their jobs. Mm. I think the max, people expected the mass exodus before, but I think more so what it is now is... I'm just oh, not, our,
1: like, blowing it this way into your car. Because he, that was him coming this way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. Back when I had the Jeep, somebody uh, kicked a rock up while they were mowing and broke my window, like, my side window. Dang. And they were like, oh, huh? they were huh? like, it wasn't us. Yeah, and the I'm the like, one, <laughs> it's the back right window. There's a little point right there, and there's dust around it, which means a rock exploded on it. You guys were mowing, it wasn't like that before you were mowing. What, yeah. like, and they're like, it and is. they're like, here, you can talk to our manager. It and is. there was a language barrier there. So I finally get the manager out and I'm like, listen, man, this is like, it's obvious. You think my window shattered on the bottom side? And then <clears throat> I saw people were mowing. So I'm like, here's my chance to get my window fixed for free. So I backed my Jeep out and like, I'll come out in 30 minutes and accuse you. Like, come on. I'm like, this is, this is stupid. He's like, yeah, okay, you're right. We probably did do it. We'll just write you a check. And then it still took him four weeks to write me a check. Oh my God. Um, my goodness gracious. Jesus. And it was $700 to replace like a rear side window. And I was insane. Wow. And then it wasn't tinted. I had to go get it. Okay. Anywho. <laughs> um, so it wouldn't be the first time. Um, anyway, so yeah, I'm. I think everyone. Getting my brain back on track. I think everyone thought the Exodus was going to happen before. I'm afraid it's like it's still going to happen. It just actually, everyone was wrong in their timeline like if we can't figure out how to get supply chains rolling again we're gonna be in an issue Um,
1: and to keep the debbie downer train rolling uh, uh it's not that much of a debbie downer because i mean it's it's a positive for us in the sense of we're gonna make some moves
0: yeah so we um we're in the process i we did he's not Getting the hint yet? Yeah, we fired a customer on Shalotech that was promising the moon um, and probably could deliver. Um, but we made that decision for certain reasons. So let's backtrack a little bit. Um, we've talked to you guys before about how Shalotech does white label, and then we're also trying to do retail. Um, and I think we talked about it a little bit on the podcast of how we're going to focus a little bit more on retail. But now we're gonna, we we concluded on uh, Monday that we're just gonna be out of white label completely right now. Yeah. Why are we doing that? Well, well, we had one customer that screwed it up for everyone um, that's gonna want it. Maybe we'll entertain it down the road. (coughs) I have this like itch in my throat. (coughs) Maybe we'll entertain it, excuse me, down the road. Um, But right now, we have this one customer who came to us three months ago Said he had the models and engineering for parts that were 100% correct. Said he could deliver huge quantities, even though we told him, like, hey, we can't deliver on those huge quantities yet. We have to ramp up to it. And then um, proceeded to give us models and engineering that wasn't correct, that we had to make a ton of changes on. So then we had to do the engineering, but then he expected that he was going to keep the – the, like the IP, which is intellectual property of that Mm -hmm. stuff, which if we do the engineering, why are we gonna give up the IP without you paying for it? And he wasn't front paying for it. And then um, he also wasn't delivering, like we didn't actually have purchase orders in our hands. Now I believed him through a roundabout way that I can't really talk about because of NDAs, but like, I believe that those purchase orders would have come through. But it was taking forever to get there. And we were having to do a lot of front-end work um, that we weren't being compensated for. Now, he did give us a job that we did get fully paid for outside of, like, our big master plan.
1: Which is the one that just happened. Yeah. And, that
0: we just and there was far. another one that was in queue that we just decided, forget it, we're done. <coughs> and we're going to send that uh, that, ma- that raw material back to him because he had sent it to us. Um, but we concluded that we just were not going to do any of this work. We're like, okay, if we've already done all the engineering and it didn't get fed to us, we might as well take it the last step of the way and just release the products ourselves, right? So Shalo Tech, if I had to put it into words, I want Shalo Tech to be your every man, everyday man's EDC company. So get your like, Firearm accessory, like customize your firearm from us, like with the parts, slides, barrels, things like that. Wallets, knives, like just what do you carry on a daily basis? I want it all to be Tech, just like somebody would wear a fossil watch with a fossil wallet, right? Um, and that's how I kind of prep it to other people, like I want to be the fossil in the EDC world. Um, not too expensive, not too cheap, kind of right in the middle. But we've always been focusing on other people's stuff because of cash flow. You gotta keep the business running. Right. And um, we're kind of in like the perfect spot where we can halt that just because of like, I'm closing on a house, which puts extra funds in my account. Um, Matthew had some funds that he didn't have to use for other things that he can hold on to. So like, we can keep all the money in the bank And let's just run full retail right and obviously because all these people are shopping for their brands right now to do white label work there's a void in the market if we can fill that void that puts our brand out there through that void now then we'll have to compete everywhere else but like we could at least get noticed because right now we'll at least have product on the market when no one else does, right? And that starts getting our name rolling. So we had to make the tough choice of like, do we risk the cash flow now, like not having the white label cash flow coming in to hopefully six weeks from now, be in the market of our own brand, which is what we've always wanted to do Or do we risk never being able to look at our own brand and promote our own brand because we're constantly on timelines of other people's product? But the problem is, is once we go that route, it's really hard to turn away from it because we've been doing it for two years. And like our brand, our wallets, our everything, like they've always taken the back burner because you're always going from one job to the next, right? And you're always counting on somebody to feed you. Um, but then you look at the margins and you're like, man, they're selling these things for like 300% of what we're making it for. And like, that could be us. Yep. And some of these brands are like not that big. I never heard of them until they came to us, but they're putting in large orders. So I'm like, if they can do it, why can't we? Why can't we? Yeah. Um, so we made the tough decision, scaring the crap out of Matthew. It honestly scares the crap out of me, but I think it makes the most sense. Um, we fired that customer. We're like, we're. I tried to keep one foot in and one foot out with a conversation on Friday or Thursday. I don't remember what day it was. And the conversation went really well. And then I got off the phone and I was like, something just doesn't seem right. And I just kind of let it sit all weekend. Um, It was Thursday because Friday he tried calling. I didn't answer. And then we got to Sunday night and he texted me at like 630 at night. He was like, hey, man, you got a minute to talk? And that was like my last straw. Because my whole goal in life now is to make a decent amount of money, but have more time than I have anything else. Right. That's the goal.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I want to spend time with my family. I want to, like, have a decent life and not be paycheck to paycheck. But, like, I'll take, I will, like, take an average soul's income and only work three or four days a week and just spend time with my family and have fun. I don't want to work till I die. I enjoy working. I don't want to, I want to. I want to be able to work. I don't want to have to work. And there's a big difference there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the last straw. of meant, like, you can't even respect a Sunday evening at, like, and I know that there's going to be people out there, like, well, Travis, you're just freaking lazy then. Like, there's going to be people that outwork you. Mm-hmm. And probably. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I've been there. Mm-hmm. Like I've been in that world of working till like three a.m. in the morning, back especially back in the car world, and like back up at six a.m. and going again. Like there are killers out there, and good for you. But the people I know that do that also don't have a family.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not one of them. Yeah, I know a few of them. None of them have a family. They did have a family. They're divorced. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I have making a made a choice of. I think that. Like, I don't think I'll be on my deathbed going, I wish I had another dollar. I think I'll be on my deathbed saying, I wish I had another minute. Right? Um, so all I have to say is, like, through that, I've learned what's important to me. It may not be important to you guys listening, but it's important to me. So yeah. I'm like, if you can't even respect my Sunday at 630, like, this is going to be a nightmare two years down the road when your expectations are... And then he kept cutting costs. He kept like raising the bar, even though we kept telling him we couldn't. So like he's over promising to all of, he's a middleman, right? So mm-hmm. what he really needs is his own freaking machine shop again. Yeah. That's what he needs to make the margins that he wants and all that, but he doesn't want to go down that road, but that's his problem, not my problem. Yeah. And um, all of his over promises to all of his customers would have came to roost at some point and the pressure would have been on and, that ain't worth it, man. We could make four or five times, depending on like, how, what avenues we sell our products, less product volume and make the same amount of money. Yeah. Uh, that to me is gaining back that time. Now the scary part is, is, now we have to hit the market with our own stuff. And that's, that's nerve wracking. But mm-hmm. um, we have a plan and uh, we weren't able to get Brian in today because of just scheduling conflicts. But we have a plan that's utilizing Searchalytics and their whole company. We're pivoting from the store to putting all of our thought process into where, how we're going to advertise with Shalotech and all that. Um, and we're, we'll talk about that more with Brian and like, what they're going to do top down to really push that out. Um, we're going to use our case study because we've never put money in the Shalotech this way and advertising the Tech this way, we're going to take you guys along for the ride of what we're doing. Um, And I think we we were going to make the e-commerce series. I don't know how that series is now going to look because now it could be like two weeks before we gain data or three weeks before we gain data, before we make a pivot or a change or whatever. But we are still gonna have that series. It may not just be back to back. Um, and we're gonna take you along the ride of what we're doing in the form of like influencers and the contracts there and paid advertising and SEO and all that, kind of all that stuff that um, Brian had talked about on that short tidbit that we were here together. We're gonna really dive deep into that and look at um, taking a retail brand that's barely known and like, okay, let's get it out in front of people. because we have the business on the back side. I'd rather have the business on the front side. And more so, a retail brand is sellable. 10 years from now, five years from now, we could make an exit out of it. Somebody would buy a brand and buy a product line. Somebody not, may not buy a white label, you're constantly having to get contracts line. That's a whole different ballgame. So I'm excited. Um, hope you, like, I'm, I hope you guys stay along for the ride as we continue to see what happens here. Um, We're just, you know, small-time business guys playing in the small-time world, trying to amp up our game. That's Mm -hmm. it. And, um, there's nothing fake here. We don't fake like a lot of people making a ton of money. We don't have a course to sell you or anything. We're just like, I'm in the nitty gritty of it every day, trying to make a dollar. And I think that's who I'm looking for, for people that are listening as well Is like, you know, do we have aspirations to make a good amount of money? Yes. But at the end of the day, I'm just trying to put food on my table for my family, my own way, and food on it like everyone that works with me's table. That's yeah. it, um, and just have a good, fun life. Like I'd rather work Monday through Thursday and be out on the boat on Friday and Saturday, than like work Monday through Saturday and make an extra hundred grand a year. Like, cool, but like, I think if you're not constantly trying to level up your life, there's a cap where the money doesn't really. I'd rather hire more people and like let them be out on the boats with their families Friday, Saturdays. Like, if we could all just work four days a week and still put a good product out in the world and like all be comfortable, that's more important to me than like a few of us driving like having multiple Lamborghinis in the garage. I just yeah. want one Lamborghini in the garage <laughs> at some point in my life, but I want to pay for it cash and I don't want to put up a front to do it. And you know, you could argue the whole cash and all that stuff, but we don't have time for that right now. But um, yeah, that's kind of where my head's at. And it, it, it took some reckoning and some life events that have happened recently that we can't really talk about just yet to bring that all in perspective of, uh, and some of you listening know what those life events are, but put that all into perspective of like, man, time. I used to think like, let's just make freaking money. And if that's who you are, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think where you win in life is realizing your true ambitions and your true like what you actually want not what you on the surface level think you want and chasing after that if you want to be the nef- next jeff bezos and like go to space i don't think there's anything wrong with that as all um as long as that's who you are at your true self mm-hmm. but if you're just like oh, i want to be a millionaire because like i want to drive my lambo on instagram and show everyone i'm you know but you like Chilling out on the couch a few days out of the week, like that's not who you are. Like I think it's okay to be that as long as you're still a productive member of society and taking care of the people around you. Like if you want to chill out, chill out. Yeah. Like just decide who you are and be okay with that. I think is the big emphasis of the day. And don't be afraid to fire customers that are horrible and are gonna eat away at you slowly. Like I'm I felt like this guy's employee, and I'm like, I'm not your employee, man. Yeah. Like good. So anyways, that's what I got
1: for the day. Boom. Boom. There we go. We'll cut it there. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for
0: hanging out, guys. Uh, We will will catch you on the next one. We really do appreciate you
1: listening and hanging out. So, Hopefully next time we will never have a mower again. If we do, I'm gonna go out and scream at them. And one day, at some point, we'll have a
0: nice soundproof room. But we're not quite there yet. We're hanging out. So, like I said, we don't pump things. We got a nice wall, though. We have a nice wall. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We will catch you on the next one. Peace.